This Raver Replay podcast is being delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. 103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville now presents Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Now, here's the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. Good evening. Guest hosting for Bryce Kendrick, who's been guest hosting for the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. I am Rob Moorhead with another edition of Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI. We would like to thank a few of our sponsors, Cecil Eisen and the fine folks here at Eisen's Family Pizza, along with Gehrings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, and George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Now, on the show later tonight, we have Jacksonville Boys basketball coach Clint Bowman, along with Oldenburg Athletic Director Patrick Colks and Franklin County Boys basketball coach Mark Foster. But up first, we're pleased to have back the head of the Batesville Boys program in his 14th season. He is Aaron Garrett. Good evening, Coach Garrett. Welcome back to Coach's Corner. Good to be here, Coach Moorhead. Good to see you. Good to see you as well. And first of all, Coach, let me say congratulations on picking up your 200th career victory on Saturday's 67-39 victory over Madison. Thank you. It's, it's very meaningful when you have that milestone. You Saturday, and especially yesterday, as, as messages would come in and, and different things, you just reflect back, and I just kept seeing different kids' faces, right, and in terms of the, the guys I've been blessed to coach. And you start thinking about the coaches that have helped in the program. Great administration. My administration at Batesville has been incredible. And then the parents, even the ones that didn't like me at times or didn't agree with me, um, just solid parents that are supportive in the community we have here in Batesville. So been very, very blessed. And I could go way back, and I don't know if you know this or not, Coach Moorhead, but one of my, my very first coaching job that was my own was an eighth grade team at South Ripley. I, I recall I recall hearing that, and uh, it's nice to know you got your start with the Raiders. Oh, and it was a great start. Great group of guys. I still am in contact with some of them today. So it's just interesting to see how a, a coaching career goes i thought i'd get at batesville be there for two or three years and just jump up the ranks right but very very fortunate to, to have been long established here at batesville and just get a great start with with coach seifert all that he taught me and then just the trust involved of the school board and administration at the time to, to choose me as the next person for batesville basketball because i think it's one of the best jobs in the state for all those reasons i said earlier and just blessed you, to do this you gotta you gotta stay healthy you gotta have guys that buy in it's not easy. You know this. It's not easy for as as the coach. It's not easy as the family all the time that's been in. But when you see some of the accomplishments and then the thing now being this this far into my career, you, you see the guys getting married. You see them having kids. You see them being successful as, as human beings. And that's that's the true win-loss record. So the 200 wins is great and, and very happy for all the guys that made it possible. Well, Coach, I've always seen from afar and thought of you as a transformational coach, not a transactional coach. And, you know, the IHSA has that push going on based on a book that's been written, and, and they're really stressing that. And I think you just hit on, I think, something that's been a big part of your career is using basketball to help grow boys into young men that are going to be productive members of society. 100%. When I, when I took over the job, and, and I think Coach Sievert's Hall of Famer. Right. So I, I knew the shoes I was trying to step into. And from the get go, they, they, I always said they're not going to put my win loss record on my tombstone. Right. It's that dash in between. And it is. It's, it's, I've grown a lot. So as, as much as I've hopefully helped guys through the years, coaching has helped me in terms of me continuing to, to research and read and dig and, and things that are for our culture to keep our culture strong. It's, it's probably fed me more than it has the guys. So in terms of, of, of just the – and I hope it is transformational. I feel it is. I think our culture is outstanding. Our, our program is on solid ground. 
and I get the blessing of continuing to, to, to reap the benefits of being around the young guys and seeing them do great things. And this year's team, I, I enjoy them a lot. I've had teams get me more wins that I've not enjoyed as much, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. So in terms of, of this group of young men, this 102nd team at Batesville Basketball, they are uh, they're a tremendous joy to coach. Well, let's talk about this group, Coach, because they've won three in a row. Victories over North Decatur, Hauser, and that game we talked about with Madison. I'm assuming this means the Bulldogs are getting healthy. We are finally healthy, and I think the last time I was on was going into that double weekend with North Decatur, Hauser. Sometimes games don't make sense. The North Decatur game, we were down eight with a minute left, and a tough call goes our way. North Decatur's at the line for two free throws. But the, the big thing that took away from that is the kids didn't quit. They kept believing Thomas Raver scored our last 11 in a row. That's his first game back after being out four games. And they found a way to win. And, Coach, we haven't won a close game like that in, in probably a year and a half to two years. Mm-hmm. Our, our record, we got to nine wins last year, lost a lot of close games. I'll be the first one to take the blame for that, right? Close games, it does come down to coaching. But this year's group, they, they found a way to get that close win. And then Saturday, we, we really pressured Hauser from the get-go to try to speed up that game with with their youth and experience and that that bode well for us our South Ripley game or South Dearborn game got pushed with the ice and snow that happened at the end of the week we played at Madison on Saturday and really probably played our best game of the season and what you contributed to earlier we've got Cole Warner back we've got Thomas back we have a 10 deep squad who I believe in all 10 and all 10 do play a, a vital role and for us to get through the the uh, grinder that's going to be our sectional. It's going to take all 10 guys. Mm-hmm. If we have to go a three-game path, we're going to have, have to have guys step up at different times to make that happen. And we have 10 of them in our defense outside of Coach Bowman's Eagles and then Jack's, their Jennings County who really hit the three on us. We've not given up over 50 points for that East Central game except for those two teams. We've had, we've had a few games even in the 30s. Coach, I wanted to talk about your defense because I think it's something that some people don't understand about high school basketball. College basketball, you can have a system and you can recruit to your system. For the most part, there's no recruiting in high school basketball, and we'll leave it right there. But when you look at it, sometimes you have to adjust your system to the talent that you have. And watching your guys, and I've seen you as a man-to-man coach over the years, watching your guys play the 2-3 zone that you've installed here in the second half of the season, really going back to the county tourney, I've been very impressed with it. Talk about that move and, and that change in your philosophy. Probably the biggest mistake I made as a young coach was being too tied to a system, right? Whether it fit our personnel or not, that's our system. Coach, this year, I mean, I was listening to a podcast in December. That was that stretch without Cole Warner, without our point guard, and things were not good. And I just kind of evaluated our personnel, and we were not a man-to-man defensive team. And that's not a slam on my guys. They've, they've all got strengths and weaknesses, and some of the things needed in a man-to-man was, were not our physical strengths. So this this podcast intrigued me. So I dug deeper, found a website about the coach and this philosophy, found it. I bought his uh, DVD. But then you got to install it. Right, and we're installing it in December. We're installing it at our Batesville tournament. We didn't have different parts of it even in yet, but our guys really bought in, and we've made some guys very dynamic defenders. Where on an island, man to man, they're not so much. Mm-hmm. And even here in the last couple of weeks, we moved some pieces around to where we think they fit better and to give us more depth. And Saturday, I mean, I showed them on the film tonight. You could really see all five of us in concert. So, like I said, this is no man to man. This is no zone defense where you're standing. It's different than the basal zone I taught the year that, that Brian Hoeing got hurt. It's, it's, it's aggressive. It's different than any way I've ever seen it before, but we're definitely more active and we're, we're really starting to get some of those things that I told the guys would happen with our basic slides are starting to come to fruition. 
Coach, you've got three straight conference games in the EIAC coming up in the next seven days. Rushville and East Central at home, and then a good South Dearborn team on the road next Tuesday. Talk about that stretch for the Bulldogs. Yeah, the EIC is never easy, and this year is as good as I've ever seen it. In my 25-plus years around Batesville basketball, this is as good as I've seen our conference. And Rushville's record's not where you would think it would need to be, but as I've watched film yesterday, they're knocking on the door. Their young guys are getting better. I haven't had a chance to meet that coach yet, but you can tell they're they're connected, and they do some good actions. Sometimes they're just not able to finish them, mm-hmm. and, and that'll be our goal on, on Thursdays to do some things defensively to make all, things awfully hard on them. And then Saturday with East Central, I, I, Coach Disbro texted me earlier. I texted him back. He is the dean of the IAC. He is well over 300 wins. And I'm not sure this isn't his best year. Mm-hmm. He graduated his school's leading scorer, school's leading rebounder, and then also another 1,000-point scorer to go with Collinsworth. And they've just simply reloaded. So he's obviously got guys that are very bought in. They're playing hard for him. He does, He's a very, very tough matchup as a coach to go against in-game. So we'll have our hands full Saturday. Then we turn right around Tuesday and have the South Dearborn game make up. And they're dynamic. Um, one thing about the zone is you don't have to prepare for a lot of different man-to-man actions because they run a, a very effective man-to-man offense, I feel. And they've got they've – got shooters from the outside from deep much like we had to deal with madison on saturday but they got some guys that can carve you up inside too so our zone's going to get a really good test and going back to that zone um if you look at our our sectional i think it's pretty clear on paper we don't have the best talent in the sectional but i think that zone could maybe well be the the factor that keeps us in a game and gives us chances to win a game and hopefully we look back and it, it being a big factor in why we're able to to win a sectional one of the most wide-open sectionals in the state, if you ask me. That's going to be a good one at Connersville. Coach, before I left, I let you go. We have to talk about Garrett's Gang. Tell our listeners about that program and how impactful it is, not only for the Garrett's Gang participants, but also for your team members as well. Yeah, it's when I started years ago, it was it was a way to get back to the community, and I picked that specific segment of the community just because I, I've had some of those kids in my class. We've had them in our youth league, and we've had them as managers, and they've been some of the most special people you can be around. So I thought it would be a good way to, to teach our guys about life, let them to give back. Because as a high school athlete, especially as a high school basketball player in Indiana, you are a rock star to the community, right? People know who you are, especially the younger kids, and you are, you're obviously a healthy, good athlete. And I don't want them to take that for granted ever. So this was a way to accomplish that. And little did I know it would grow into what it's grown into in terms of how much it fills our souls. And when you go to that game and, and at Batesville High School, we recognize those campers. We bring them back. We, we announce them to the crowd. And, and both sides of the gymnasium stand up. You'll see tears in the crowd. You see, you see pure smiles and joy from people in the crowd because those kids, I've always said they don't have disabilities. They have special abilities. Mm-hmm. And that special ability is they simply live life with, with no filters. They're pure joy. And they bring that to all of us. And if, if you could bottle the emotion and energy in that gymnasium on that night, it has become my favorite day of the year, um, right up there against holidays, let alone basketball games, in terms of what those kids bring to our crowd, the opponent's crowds in those games with that joy and happiness. And I'm, I'm happy to be a small part of it. My hope is it continues long after I'm done coaching basketball because I think it's that important. 
Well, Coach, I know those are Special Olympic athletes in a lot of cases, and the motto there is, let me win, but if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. And I think those kids embody that. Your Garrett's Gang Knights embodies that, and your your basketball team grows so much from being a part of that. And it was cool for me to see the pictures and see the North Decatur kids jump right in and be a part of it as well. I've got so many of my former students, both from when I was at South Dearborn and now at South Ripley, that participate in that, and I know what a joy it is for them to be a part of it. Yeah, and a lot of those former kids, I know exactly who you're talking about. It, you know, I, I, they've been at all seven years of it, so you've really got, I've got a chance to see them grow up. You get a chance to connect with their families, and they're just they're they are truly some of my kids now. And and one example is the one mom shared with me this year, coming off a pandemic. Her her son Drew, big guy. I'd love to have him in our post, but uh, <laughs> she can't really. Motivate. Drew can make the three too. Let me tell you. <laughs> She would say that we can't really motivate him to do much of anything. But tonight, today for camp, he, he, she had to drop him off at the curb, not go park the car first because <laughs> he had to get in that gymnasium. So it's just stories like that that are just – and you know this. You, you were in athletics. Those are the things you'll remember long after the, the wins and losses fade away. No doubt about it. Well, Coach, we want to wish you and the, and the Bulldogs the best of luck going down the road here. We thank you so much for joining us tonight. Appreciate your time, and good luck. Thank you. I know you've got Coach Bowman coming on and, and Coach Foster. Those are two guys that have it rolling right now. I want to wish them continued continued good luck. They're putting they're putting some incredible seasons together. Appreciate it. Folks, that was Aaron Garrett, boys basketball head coach from Batesville. After this short break, we'll be joined by Jacksonville boys basketball coach Clint Bowman. You're listening to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on Country 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. You gotta try one of our personal sized chocolate bun cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yum ho! Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Batesville's best pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812 933 0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. Hurt Nelco, your local Lennox dealer, is turning 50. Hi, this is Scott Lamping. Hurt and Elko is a team-oriented company. I want to thank our entire team, past and present, for making Hurt and Elko the leading provider of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling in southeastern Indiana. And to all of our customers from the last century, on behalf of all of us here at Hurt and Elko, we appreciate the faith you put in us and we will never take it for granted. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer celebrating 50 years of excellence. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you you buy them. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRVI. Welcome back to Ison's Family Pizza. Thank you very much to Batesville Boys Basketball Coach Aaron Garrett for joining me in our opening segment tonight. I am Rob Moorhead, filling in for Bryce Kendrick, who sits in for the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. You're listening to Coach's Corner here from Ison's Family Pizza, also brought to you in part by Great Plains Communication, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutzwiller. Time now to welcome in our next guest. He's the second-year head coach of the Jacksonville Eagle Boys basketball program, Clint Bowman. Good evening, Coach, and welcome back to Coach's Corner. Hey, good to see you, Coach. Uh, glad to be here. 
Always glad to have you. And before we start talking about specific games and matchups with you and the Eagles, your community suffered a significant loss in the past week with the tragic accident that claimed the life of longtime Eagles supporter Norman Kappas. Talk about, if you would, a special event you've got coming up at Jacksonville. In Norm's memory, I think you're calling it Norm Night. Yeah, on Wednesday we uh, have our makeup game against Oldenburg and a uh, rescheduled game from uh, from last week, and and we're going to have Norm Night, and uh, you know we hope we can really fill the stands, and uh, uh, everybody's supposed to dress in IU gear. You know, Norm was a big IU fan, and it, it, if you don't have any IU gear, you Purdue fans, you can wear your Jacksonville red. Uh, that we'll let you in with that too. So, um, just just a special guy. Uh, you know, a terrible loss for our community. Um, you know, a big part of our school. He was a really good player um, in, in his own right. And, you know, him and his family have been, you know, they're the type of people that make Jacksonville what it is, um, you know, attending, you know, middle school games, high school games, away games, summer games. And, you know, just you knew they're, they're always going to be there. And and uh, so a special guy, special family, we, we you know, our sympathy goes out to them. And, and uh, hopefully Wednesday, you know, the community can show the support and, and kind of start that healing process for them. And you know they will, Coach. Very well said on your part. Thank you for going through that. And, and I'll echo your sentiments in sending th- sympathies out to the family of Norm Kappas. Let's talk a little bit about the Jacksonville Eagles. Uh, since the big Ripley County Tourney Championship, the Eagles are 3-3 three and three in your last six games. However, those three losses have come against some of the top teams in southeast Indiana, which is a credit to you, Coach, for not being afraid to put your guys up against top, top competition this season. Yeah, it, you know, I, I told the boys last year when, you know, when I got the job that, um, you know, we're going to we're going to judge ourselves. You know, we're going to try to be as good as Batesville. We're going to try to be as good as Greensburg. Uh, we're we're the, that's the goal. You know, like if we shoot there and, you know, we come up a little short, we sh- should still be good, um, you know, battling the teams that are more our size and and so forth. So. Um, you know, we, we played, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know if I did us any uh, favor schedule, schedule wise this year, but, um, you know, we've got five losses and you wouldn't call any of them bad losses. You know, they're really, really good teams. And, you know, coach Garrett was just saying, you, you know, that the IAC is as good as it's ever been. And, yep. and we're, we're trying to fit right in there with them. You know, uh, lost a tough one early in the year. We had a chance to win against South Dearborn. Um, you know, we, we were able to get Batesville luckily. And we, I think we caught at the right time. I'm glad we don't have to play them again. You know, they're really playing real, really well. Um, Lawrenceburg at home. That was a game I thought we could win. Um, and, you know, and then we just had a really tough one against Greensburg on Saturday that I'm sure we'll talk about. And, and, and mix in a couple big 4A teams as well in Richmond and Jennings County. So, um, you know, I scheduled them thinking that we could win, you know, some of those games. So, you know, to not to not get any of those big boys like that, um, it, it, it kind of wears on me a little bit. But I think, you know, playing those games, it's going to pay off when it really matters. And, and I think we learned some from each game. And I think we got better by doing it. So, And that's the whole key, Coach. Your team doesn't get better unless you play better competition. And I was speaking of the Jennings County game, the Lawrenceburg game, and this recent Greensburg game. On the road at Greensburg, hostile environment. Eagles fall on a close one, 69-65. Talk about how that game went down. Yeah, it was. I was really proud of our guys. We had, you know, us and Greensburg in the same boat, not being able to practice for a couple days. Um, you know, I kind of joked on the radio with Bryce before the game that it's not like we don't know what they're going to do. You know, they're going to they're going to run their five out motion. They're going to guard you really tight. They're going to try to beat you down the floor and get layups. And and uh, so we were able to prepare, kind of anticipate some of the weather, and 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 
kind of talk Greensburg there a few days, but you know to come in with no practice um, on a, a on a one o'clock game, um, you know I, I knew we had to out hustle them, I, I, and I, you know we had to out scrap them, we had to get every loose ball, we had to fight like crazy, um, you know we you know we had to had, could not get beat down the floor, you know we didn't give up a transition basket until the you know last 25, 30 seconds of the game. Um, so, uh, you know, just our defensive effort, we were right in it the whole time. You know, it was, uh, we, 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 uh, uh, tied two quarters. If you ask me that, that bucket at the end of the first quarter, I don't know about that one. <laughs> so I'm considering that one a tie. And, uh, and then, uh, they, we beat them one, they beat us one. So to be right there, that, that's really what we wanted to do is if we have a chance to win the game in the fourth quarter, um, that's what we were looking for. And, you know, we got down 13 there early in the fourth and, and to our kids credit, we battled right back and, and man, we had two two great shots uh, down two um, guys that I would I'd, I'd line that shot up every time if I could, and you know they just didn't go in in that day to give us the lead and a chance to win. So a uh, great effort on our guys. I was really proud of them. Well, coach, from my opinion, I think you've got two of the top players in Southeast Indiana in Caleb Simon and your thousand point scorer Wyatt Day. Talk about their importance to your team and their importance to this program as they're both seniors this year. Yeah, I mean, they're going to go down as two of the best players that Jacksonville's ever had. Um, you know, Wyatt just keeps climbing the charts. He's, he's about as reliable at 20 points a game as you're ever going to get. Um, you know, he, we asked both of them to do so much. Uh, Wyatt's got to handle the ball and kind of direct traffic. Um, you know, he, he's got so much responsibility creating offense, getting us into our offense. Um, now teams are starting to face guard him full court, which we had anticipated. Um, so, and, and then he's got to play the whole game because frankly, we don't have many other ball handlers that can handle that pressure, uh, against a bigger, stronger, faster kid, uh, full court the whole game. So, um, and then turn it over to, the, to Caleb. You know, he's just 60, I think he's 69 points from a thousand. Um, so he's going to be there in a couple games. Um, you know, we usually have, he has to guard the, the best player, the second best player on the other team. Um, he's averaging over 10 rebounds a game. Um, you know, it, it has to play the whole game, you know. So I'm asking these two guys to do everything and, and then still keep that defensive intensity. And that's kind of been the, the struggle against some of these bigger teams where, you know, I, I can't give them, you know, they just can't get a rest, you know, for, for more than a minute or so. So um, I'm just really proud of those guys. Uh, I, I was lucky enough to coach them in eighth grade. That was my first team. And, and to see where they've come and, and how much better they've gotten and how well they play together, you know, that, that was the thing that we always, you know, the, just a, as a duo, they complement each other so well. And, and I think everybody's seen that this year, how, how much they, they work together and love each other. And, and they're just awesome kids and awesome players. Well, Coach, let's talk about what's coming up here for the Eagles. Uh, you've got three 1A opponents coming up now with Oldenburg on Thursday, Hauser pending the girls' sectional results scheduled for Saturday, and then Rising Sun next Tuesday, all three at home. Talk about this stretch and how you'll approach it. Yeah, we're finally uh, playing some schools our size and finally having some home games. We still have only had four home games out of our 15 games, so um It'll be good. Hopefully, we can string some some W's together. You know, our longest you know, we're ten and five, but have only won our longest streaks three games. So, um, hopefully, playing at home and playing some teams more our, our size, and hopefully, we can string a few together. Um, Oldenburg, um, they've they've been playing pretty well. They played uh, Triton Central really tough the other day. 
Um, you know, we're probably going to see a zone, so uh, that'll be a good, good. Um, you know, we didn't play very well against Lawrenceburg zone, so that'll give us another chance there. And then, and the Hauser game's actually on Friday. Okay, um, thank you. I yeah. had that wrong on my schedule. No, thank you. That was on Friday. They're not going to let the Jacksonville boys play on the, the girls' regional. We, we know that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for correcting me on that. And you know what? I should know that because I'm pretty close to the JV coach at Hauser. It happens to be a younger version of me, so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we got a couple couple good games. Hopefully, we can get that Morris game uh, rescheduled. That's another home game. Uh, that's probably going to be the last week of the season. And so yeah, it's uh, sectional opponents and uh, conference games from here on out. So um, these are the ones that you like. We said earlier that you play the, the big boys to prepare for these, and and uh, hopefully we can uh, to run out this uh, the last four. Uh, conference games and get us a ORVC championship and then and get into the sectional and, and, and do some damage there. Coach, you walked me right into that because currently in the ORVC, South Ripley sits atop 4-0. You're right there at 2-0, and uh, and that's a situation. You've got uh, four games coming up that are ORVC games that close out your schedule. So talk about that conference race. It's going to come down to the end like it pretty much does every year. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, 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 if all everything shapes up, it, it could be the reverse of last year where we were both five and zero going into the very last game of the season, and they had to come down to our place. and And boy, I really thought we were going to give them something that day, and and uh, they hit us right in the mouth of the first minute, and and we were kind of just playing catch up the rest of the game. But uh, that's going to be a really tough one. I, it doesn't matter, you know, you you know as well as I do, it doesn't matter the records, yep. it doesn't matter what what happened earlier in the season. Um, you know, we have since I've been around Jacksonville, we have not played very well there. Um, so yeah, we're I, that one circled on the schedule that we know it's going to be a tough one. Um, no matter you know what we're playing for, or whatever, it's going to be a, a rock fight, and and uh, we know the 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 South Ripley boys are going to be ready for us. Well, coach, finally, as we look ahead, that seven team class 1A sectional at Southwestern Shelbyville looks like a tough field. You and Waldron leading the pack right now, schedule wise. Hauser and Rising Sun right there in the mix. What are your thoughts as we're less than a month away from postseason play? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough. I, you know, I, I think, obviously, I think we're going to be the favorites, uh, you know, if things kind of hold the, the, the way the season's gone. But, um, you know, same thing I just said with the South Ripley game. Once you get into the sectional, throw out the records. Uh, we know it's going to be tough. We, you know, I'm anticipating some teams trying to slow us down and, because uh, we like to get it out and go. So, um, you know, and I don't, I honestly haven't watched too much of those teams yet. We haven't played them. <laughs> so we haven't played Waldron and, and, uh, so we, we got all the, all the sectional teams coming up. So, um, I, you know, we're really looking forward to it. But, you know, like I was talking with, with Caleb Simon after practice today, but he's like, coach, this, this is winding down. You know, it's almost over. And so, you know, three weeks and then it's win and go home. So, or lose and go home. And, uh, so I, I'm glad that my seniors are seeing that, and we I, we showed some urgency on Saturday against Greensburg, and and uh, hopefully that carries through here for the last you know seven games and then into the sectional. Well, Coach, can't thank you enough for taking time to come on the show and joining us here tonight. Want to wish good luck to you and the Eagles this week. Yeah, thanks a lot. Before I go, I wanted to congratulate Coach Garrett on his 200th win. Uh, as you know, as a new coach, that seems like an eternity for for somebody like me. And uh, so, uh, just that's an awesome accomplishment. And I'm going to get out of here and go watch the girls up at Waldron, and hopefully uh, be able to battle uh, for the sectional title tomorrow night. So, thanks for having me. 
Thank you very much, Coach. That was Coach. That was Coach Clint Bowman, boys basketball head coach at Jackson Dell. After another brief timeout, Oldenburg Athletic Director Patrick Cokes will join me. You're listening to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on Country 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate caramel lava bun cake. Chocolate caramel lava bun cake. Chocolate caramel lava bun cake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing chocolate caramel lava bun cake. you got to try one of our personal-sized chocolate bun cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yum-o! Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Batesville's best pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, free delivery and caring for their customers' needs has been their way of business for over 30 years. It's not something new and will always be what George's family values, you and your family. It's easy to switch. Go to georgespharmacy.com and request your transfer or call any of their 10 George's locations. We are here for you. Free delivery before, now, and always. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. Sitting in for Bryce Kendrick, I'm Rob Moorhead, and welcome back to Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza on WRBI. Our show is also brought to you in part by Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, along with George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Thanks to Jacksonville basketball boys head coach Clint Bowman for coming on the show in our last segment. We welcome now a first-time guest to Coach's Corner this year. He's the athletic director at Oldenburg Academy, Patrick Colks. Good evening, Patrick. Thank you so much for joining us on the show tonight. Thanks for having me, Rob. I appreciate it. Patrick, tell me a little bit about your background and how long you've been in the position of athletic director at Oldenburg Academy. Uh, officially, I've been here three years, uh, but I'm an alum uh, from the academy. I graduated back in 2010. Uh, Coach Belmore of the baseball staff brought me back in 2015 to be his assistant, and I felt like I've never left uh, since then. I've been uh, announcing games and doing everything else uh, for Oldenburg Academy, and I was there from August through May, and I said I might as well get a job up there. And uh, I've always told people my dream job has always been to be the AD at, at OA, and I feel like I'm living the dream right now. It's a lot of hours, but I love it. That's what I was just going to ask. Is it everything you thought it would be? Probably so and more. I, I, yeah, exactly. People, when I always joke around, people would say I had a full head of hair by the time I took this job, and I don't have that much hair at all. So, But uh, the, the kids that are over at OA, the student-athletes and non-student-athletes, um, are, are what make my job excellent and what I look forward to every day. Um, as I saw Coach Bowman, I got uh, fifth and sixth grade St. Nicholas over there right now, too, and it's been great to see those young uh, boys and girls come through the academy, too, and um, see what we got coming for our future. Well, I tell people I had a full head of hair, too, before I got into administration. So uh, it, it gets the best of us, believe me. So talk about, if you would, how many sports does OA offer for its student body? 
Uh, right now, we offer 19 varsity uh, sports, um, and then we just started revamping our archery program, um, and then we are also on the cusp of bringing eSports to Oldenburg Academy as well. Um, some local schools have started it, and we've had a lot of interest in it. Um, it's just another way that kids, if they don't want to do anything athletically, it's still considered sport, and it just gives them you know something else to do. Um, so very excited about that. Still in the works on that, but um, we also offer um, all of our JV teams, um, our boys basketball team, which also I coach, not, not like I need anything else in my on my plate or anything, but our, our we have a C team or a freshman team that we had the last two years, um, which is excellent because I was telling Coach Warren today, it allows the freshman boys and even girls to acclimate themselves to the high school mm-hmm. from eighth grade, and um, it's a lot faster game when you go from eighth grade to high school too. So, um, you know, we we're you know have lots of opportunities for athletes um, and to either be a manager, to be on the team, or just to be in the stands and cheering our twisters on. Well, Patrick, before we talked about your specific sports, Oldenburg Academy recently, I say recently, it's been a year or two ago now, completed the construction of a new athletic complex known as the Hill and Brand Family Fieldhouse. Talk about what went into the building of that facility and what it means uh, to your programs at Oldenburg Academy. Yeah, um, a lot of hard work and dedication. Um, I joke with people, that's my home away from home. My office is over there now. Um, I clean it. Uh, I make sure it looks nice for whenever we have people come in. Um, but, I mean, it, it's a huge an improvement. Um, I always tell people when I was there, uh, we were in our old gym that sat right around 400 people. Uh, we had old metal bleachers that you'd see out at soccer fields, and it was kind of like Cameron and arena where the people are sitting right on top of the court um, and now with the Feldhouse, we expanded out to a thousand people um, our latest project in there is actually creating a strength and conditioning um, facility for uh, uh, Shane Capitelli who has done tremendous job with our with our student athletes um, giving them testing um, and then just be able to build them up as well we've seen a lot of athletes in our swimming this year drop a lot of times due to his strength and conditioning um, so right outside my office uh, we had a, a generous donor um, donate 18 pieces of workout equipment which was helped me out uh, tremendously um, and we have some of those pieces up there uh, we're going to finish the flooring um, this coming week and um, expand uh, some of our other equipment up there from our old weight room as well so just being able to have an all-in-one facility has been really great but the other thing too is is um, one of the goals was when I stepped in was to be able to get the kids home at a decent time. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was there, um, if we practiced late, we were practicing, start practice at 530 and get out of there at 730. I lived an hour away. So I was getting home about 830, doing homework, going to bed about 10, 1030 or so. So it was a long day for me. Now that we have two gyms, both the boys and girls can practice at the same time in the opposite gyms and they just rotate back and forth. Um, they're getting out of there at 530, you know, at the latest and being able to get home, eat dinner and get to bed at a decent time too. So just the experience of it for the for the, the athletes but also we, we hold different events in there as well um, we have our dinner auction coming up the, in February but our, our Oasis athletic boosters um, we have a hog wrist every year and we had that in November and we had that in that new space and it was just tremendous we were able to spread out um, and just get more people in there and it was just a great atmosphere that's a great report on that and I appreciate all that information really a lot going on uh, with the Feldhouse and the, and the extra uh, upgrades and improvements you're making there. So let's talk a little bit about the boys' basketball program. Of course, uh, Gary Ace Mormon, the head coach, and as you said a few minutes ago, you work with him. Currently sitting at 3-11 and this year, probably what's being uh, deemed as a rebuilding year. 
But Ace has certainly left his mark on the program in his 14 years at the helm, a record of 164 and 143, including an 18-7 season in 2020, winning a sectional championship in a year that they didn't get to go on and play the regional due to the pandemic. I'm sure you guys wish you'd had a shot at that. But uh, talk about the boys' basketball program and how things are going. Yeah, uh Coach Warren holds a, a, a dear spot in my heart. I, I played for him. I was uh, my junior year was his first year at the academy, and um, it's a, it's amazing from what we play with to now. Um, you know, being able to win not just one but two sectional titles. Um, the players that have came through there um, and made an impact on on there. Um, obviously, both of his sons, Jim and Matt Mormon. I mean, they really laid the, helped lay the foundation for a lot of these great teams. Um, just as like you said, a three and eleven, but. You know, if you look at our schedule, it's been it's been through the gauntlet so far. We just played Trine Central, and uh, just as Clint Bowman, uh, Coach Bowman had said, um, you know, we were down and battled back, and unfortunately, we lost by three. And talked to some of the to the members today, and you know, not much of a moral victory kind of person, but I mean, when you're down 13 points after the first quarter, come back, and you know, you're within striking distance ever since then too. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing there too. And um, you know, just over the years, um, you know. Coach Mormon, I, I tell him all the time, I said, I, I can't thank you enough for everything that you've done uh, for OA and this basketball program because, as we all know, basketball is you know the biggest thing in Indiana, especially in this area, too. And for him to be able to come in and a size of our school be able to win two sectional titles mm-hmm. is, is is unbelievable. And um, I, I always tell him, like, are you sure you don't want to stay for one more year? And he just tells me, he's like, no, it's it's time time to go for, for me and everything, too. But um, he'll always be a mainstay within the within Oldenburg Academy. And um, him and his dad, I'm sure, will be back at LA next year watching games on Friday and Saturday nights too. No doubt about it. The Mormon family is uh, is well entrenched in in basketball uh, folklore here uh, in Ripley County uh, and and there at Oldenburg Academy for sure. And, and talking about this boys team, tough slate coming up. Four straight road games in the next two weeks before closing out the regular season at home with South Decatur and Lawrenceburg. That's a tough six game sla- uh, sled here uh, to close out the season. It is. Um, maybe Coach Mormon needs to talk to that athletic director over there. And maybe get him some more home <laughs> games. <laughs> uh, but but no, uh, it is a tough slate and um, I think you know and speaks to everybody that we've played and, and are going to play I mean we just play in probably one of the toughest regions within Indiana um, for our side school but then all the other bigger schools around us too um, you know we got Jackson Dell on Wednesday and we go to Cambridge City Lincoln on Saturday and just as you said a back-to-back night with South Decatur and, and Lawrenceburg uh, to end our season um, is not ideal but you know our boys are up for it um, you know they they like to turn the page and see what's ahead of them and not really focus on what happened yesterday or the day before anything like that um so i think the boys will recover i think they'll put a good run together here and i think you know hopefully we'll get a good run into sectional and uh, maybe some surprise some folks too at hauser and at rushville in between on that slate as well uh, no slouches there either no, not at all. Especially, uh, especially going to Rushville and playing that gym uh, when we uh, played our freshman team. That was the first time I was up in Rushville's gym in a, in a long time, and uh, it was uh, definitely a different uh, shooting background for some of our kids. And same with Hauser. Hauser's new uh, felt house that they just got done building a couple years ago. Um, super nice too, but it still does give you that percep that depth perception a little off too. But I know that both places are going to be rocking uh, when the Twisters come into town, and hopefully we'll leave both places with a W. Talk a little bit, if you would. Who are some of the top guys on the Oldenburg varsity basketball team this year? Uh, 
I would definitely say CJ Grody. Um, he's really stepped up big. Um, and Frank Mormon. Um, I, I tell you, if, if you need to go boxing one, you stick Frank Mormon on their best player and he's going to shut him down. He's done that twice. Um, this year against, once against Waldron. Um, they had, uh, one kid, one of their guards score 18 points in the first half and they put Frank on him. I think he scored three of the rest of the way. So Frank and CJ, uh, they're kind of playing out of position, um, being ball handlers. They're more of a forward. They're more of a three and four guy. Um, uh, but they've, they've been, um, key step-up seniors. Um, and then Abe Streeter, um, he really turned us around. Um, he had torn his uh, his uh, he had torn his labrum during football season, so we didn't know if we were going to get him. He recovered a lot faster than what we expected, and he's been able to step in, um, knock down some big threes, but then also give us that big body down below, too. So um, those three seniors, but I mean, if you ask any of them, they're going to say everybody on our team plays a key part. It doesn't matter if they're playing or if they're on the bench talking um, where a certain guy is or anything like that, too. And that's the biggest thing, too, is with this team, even though their record doesn't show, I mean, they're buying into each other. They're playing for each other. They're playing for Coach Moore. They're playing for the OA community in general. I mean, they just, you know, they, they keep fighting no matter who they're playing. Well, Patrick, before I let you go, and I may botch the name on this, so feel free to correct me, but tell our listeners a little bit about the Almond Brink Moeller Athletic Hall of Fame that, that honors outstanding Oldenburg Athletic alums for their athletic contributions. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great thing that we've done. Um, so when I was going through OA, there wasn't an official Hall of Fame or anything. Um, back in, I believe, 2015 uh, is when it was revamped, and we in, inducted um, probably about 20 members into it um, from the previous Hall of Fame. And then over the years, we go ahead and get um, nominations from coaches. Uh, this past year, um, in December, we went ahead and inducted uh, Kathy Hamilton and Rosie Obertig. Um, those were two ladies that really um, propelled OA um, into where we are now. Um, they helped with uh, creating a weight room downstairs in the, in the academic building. Um, they created or they uh, got new glass backboards um, in the old gym as well. And they really started um, putting the OA volleyball program um, on, on everybody's radar. Uh, they told me stories when they came in they both live in san diego um and they came in they said you know when they had to do the volleyball rankings and everything it wasn't putting on a computer they actually had to call in the scores they had to you know get people to vote for them and everything too so that was really cool to hear how things have changed um and then we had um andy Eckstein, um who was a vital part of our uh back to back to back three times sexual champion and early in the year or early in our baseball program history uh when we did we just had boys in 2001 and be able to come in and win a section on three, four, and five was, it was, and he was a big key of that too. Um, and then we had, um, we had, uh, Kirsten Ricky as well. And she was a very good track and field person, um, that, and, and a soccer program as well. So, and then we had a, um, a wilder, um, name slipping my mind right now. I know, I know Mark's probably going to call me after this and tell me, but <laughs> well, I'm um, impressed because you're doing all this with no notes and you had no heads up that I was going to bring it up, but you're doing fantastic well, with it. I appreciate that. But uh, but uh, the Wilder just as all, as all the other girls that have came through that has the Wilder last name they've been ex- they've excelled at tennis and um, they've been um, you know very very fortunate to have a great coach in Mark and uh, we've been able to have him for the last. 15 plus years it seems like as well so uh, we, we really want to embrace our, our past of what we've been able to do and accomplish um, this is one of the best ways too. we get a lot of nominations and to be able to narrow it down to four or five people every year is a challenge for us but um, it's one of the things we love to be able to look at and be like wow we for being a small school we do have great athletes that came through Oldenburg. Well, Patrick, cannot thank you enough for taking time to come joining us here on Coach's Corner. Really appreciate your time. Want to wish you the best and good luck with the Twister Athletic Program. 
Thank you. And my wife, Emily, says hello, by the way, since you had her over at South Dearborn. So she said, make sure you tell Mr. Moorhead I say hello. So and she I got I got to I got to say thank you to everything for my wife, because uh, I always joke August 1st rolls around. She becomes an 80 widow because she barely sees me and everything, too. So uh, I, I can't thank my wife enough for everything she's done for me and being able to put up with me, too. So, well, please give Emily my best. And thanks for passing that along. I will. Thank you, Rob. Thank you very much. That was Patrick Cokes, Athletic Director at Oldenburg Academy after this short break. Our final guest tonight will join me. That's Franklin County Head Basketball Coach Mark Foster. You are listening to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on Country 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing chocolate caramel lava bun cake. you got to try one of our personal-sized chocolate bun cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. yum Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Batesville's Best Pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. Discover the freedom of auto pay from Great Plains Communications. No more paper bills. No more postage. No more check writing, no need to drop off a payment, and no more late fees. And now, when you sign up for AutoPay, you will also receive a one-time $10 bill credit. Log on to gpcom.com slash my-account and enroll today. Or call 866-382-4968. Some restrictions may apply. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. Thanks to Oldenburg Athletic Director Patrick Cox for being with us in our last segment. I'm Rob Moorhead, sitting in for Bryce Kendrick tonight. We're all sitting in for the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. We wish Ron well. Hope he's doing great at home. You are listening to Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza. Also brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bronze Gutzwiller. Our final guest tonight is the first year head boys basketball coach at Franklin County, Mr. Mark Foster. Good evening, coach. Appreciate you making the trip from Brookville to be on the show tonight. Uh, thank you very much, coach, for having us, uh, having me and our program on here. It uh, means a lot. Thank you. Well, you're quite welcome. And, coach, first of all, Talk about the significance to you of being back at your alma mater as a head boys basketball coach. I remember Mark Foster, the player, back in the day. Uh, it's a crazy thing that kind of happened. I've been at East Central for 21 years teaching. Um, coach Disbro snagged me after college, and I went down there, and I did did all my teaching, helped him out for years. Um, and then one of my good buddies, Coach Evans, he uh, left East Central for the head coaching job at Franklin County and wanted me to be his varsity assistant. And uh, I decided to help him out and be his varsity assistant for the last uh, six years. And then he got out of coaching and um, they offered me the job. And here I am. Well, Coach, here you are. And I must say you're making this look pretty easy in your first year. Your Wildcats currently a record of 14 and 2, riding a 14 game winning streak. So if I play this out, you lost your first two, then you figured it all out, and you've won 14 straight since then. Is that about about how it goes? Um, I wish it was that easy, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, we uh, we started out um, with two losses against two very good opponents in Lawrenceburg and South Dearborn. Um, starting the the whole thing off with two conference uh, opponents it was a very very tall order, um, 
But we knew we had a good thing going this summer. Um, we had some seniors step up and take over the reins of this team. Um, they, their leadership has been phenomenal. Um, their accountability has been great. Um, their work ethic in the, in the gym and the weight room has just uh, filtered out to the rest of the team and everybody in the program. Well, Coach, I didn't get to attend the night that your uh, Franklin County Wildcats came to South Ripley. But after that game, all everybody was talking about at South Ripley was 6'4 senior Chad Cox. And I got to see him in your matchup at East Central a couple of weeks ago. And I would say he is at, as advertised. This young man is, is a true player and someone who has really been a key contributor on your team this year. Absolutely. He's a thousand point scorer. Um, he's, I believe, uh, less than around 10 points away from uh, breaking the record at Franklin County for the most points in a career. Um, I can't be more proud of Chad, um, the way he has led this team um, with Bridger Bolos and Brandon Earl, our three leaders, um, and just how much he has helped the whole program. Um, he stays after he referees youth games. He's helping at every level. Um, if there's a face to a program, then those three are definitely it. And Chad's one, one of the three that just uh, he, I can't be more happy for him. Coach, you recently had a big 70-38 to 38 victory over Hagerstown. Talk about that one. Um, yeah, it was a good win for us. Um, it was a very challenging win, uh, to say the least, uh, because we uh, had a bunch of guys sick um, that week. Um, I think three or four of our starters were out Monday, Tuesday. Um, they came back not feeling the best on Wednesday. Uh, we pieced together a decent practice on Wednesday, and then snow came in, and we didn't practice Thursday, Friday, and then we're getting out of bed and heading to Hagerstown for a noon start on Saturday. So to say the least, we didn't know what we were going to get ourselves into, but uh, we, it took us a little while. We were a little rusty, to say the least, early on, but uh, we kind of put it together and played pretty decent down the stretch. Well, Coach, you've got to uh, look ahead here now. You're going to be heading to Ross, Ohio tomorrow night, followed by a Friday night matchup at Greenfield Central. On paper, this looks to be a pretty tough stretch. Um, I spoke tonight at practice about how this is kind of the start of a new season for us. Um, we have some very, very quality opponents. Not saying that any of the ones that we've already played is, are not. Um, but they, what we are getting ready to play is some very, very physical teams in Greenfield Central and Ross. Um, and then we come back and we play Connorsville the following week, and then we end the, the year with Richmond. Um, and I've, you know, challenged our players tonight and the last couple weeks here of like they really have to understand that this is going to be about as close as we're going to get to sectional opponents, which is uh, going to be a great test as well in that sectional. Well, Coach, when you look ahead, one conference game left. That's with league leader Connersville, also a sectional opponent, as you just mentioned. Now, if you could knock them off and get some help from Lawrenceburg, you still have a shot at sharing an EIAC title. Right, um, absolutely. And we, we started with two out of the gate and wish we had those back, obviously. Um but whenever you play Coach Brown's Connorsville Spartans, it's uh, always a challenge. Um, and he does such a great job with his program up there. Um, we just uh, want to go in there and compete and uh, play the best we can play and see where we're at. And then we always have a chance to uh, reload and 
correct things and possibly play them again in the week and a half or two weeks later. And we talk about that, Coach. Your sectional is basically the EIAC postseason tournament without East Central. All the other schools are in that sectional and playing it at Connersville this year. When you look at that field, talk about what that field looks like from your perspective right now. Um, like Coach Garrett said it, you know, earlier in, in your broadcast, um, that that sectional is a meat grinder. I mean, there is any team can come out of that thing. Any team can get beat early. Um, it's just going to be a test every single game that you play. And if you, it's going to be one of those, you know, like they always say is survive in advance. Um, and that's the only way I can think about it because you have a lot of very good basketball teams this year. Well, you look at it, Connersville 13 and 6, Lawrenceburg 13 and 5, East Central 11 and 4, Franklin County 14 and 2, Greensburg 15 and 4, South Dearborn 11 and 5. I mean, those are good teams, solid records. You go to Batesville 7 and 10, you and I both know that record is not indicative of Batesville's team this year because of the injuries that they've had. I don't think anyone wants to draw them right out of the gate. And then Rushville, they're sitting in at 5-11, and 11, but as Coach Garrett mentioned before as well, that's a team that can get hot. And I back when Kerry Brown was there, he took them into that sectional at that time with a very uh, poor record, and they went through and got hot and won three straight games and came out with a sectional championship. So it is truly as wide open a tournament, I believe, as any in the state. I totally agree with you. Um, it's just when I was uh, – Coach Garrett came down, and congratulations, Coach, on the 200 victory. Um, but the big thing is is that we were talking before our game, and he said, you do realize that the EIAC is second in the state outside of our conference with second-best record combined. Um, so that's just right there telling you, you know, we've got some really, really good teams in the IAC. Um, and essentially, minus East Central, the sectional is like a EIAC tournament, per se. Well, it, it absolutely is. And East Central goes on uh, in, the, in the upper class, and they move on to a meat grinder themselves. Uh, Columbus East, Columbus North, Bloomington South, uh, Bloomington North. And it, it's a it's – a, and, of course, their girls are right in the mix of that thing, getting ready to play for a championship tomorrow night. And Kevin Moore's done a fantastic job, a colleague of yours, I know, over, over at East Central. But uh, they've found a way to, to, to make headway in that tournament. Diz won that tournament uh, years ago when nobody expected him to do it and came through with that as well. So East Central always represents EIAC well going up into the upper class as well. Absolutely. I was on his staff that year that they did win it, and it was tremendous. I mean, when you have the Bloomingtons and the Columbuses, uh, that's just tough, you know. And um, not to say that our sectional is not tough because our sectional is quite a challenge this year, too. I mean, like you were mentioning before, I just – the amount of good teams, you know, um, and even with the – not the greatest record with Rushville, they're scary. And Coach Garrett's team at Batesville, I mean, he's played with full – a full team, maybe four or five games, mm-hmm. um, you know, so um, and that you see they get back to healthy here and they've won three in a row. So. Mark, I look back to my time at South Dearborn as an administrator and there was a lady at Franklin County at the time named Beth Foster, who's athletic director. You know that lady at all? Yes, that's my mother. I had to call her on the way over here tonight to make sure that she knew that I was going to be on, not that I wanted anyone to know that I was going to be on, <laughs> but I didn't want her to yell at me for not telling her I was going to be on for sure. Well, I hope she's doing well. She's retired, if I'm not mistaken. She's retired. She's uh, doing whatever she wants to do every day, and uh, she's doing well. Everything's going great. 
just the way it should be. One final question here as I look. Anything surprise you about your first year as a head coach? Maybe something involved that you didn't think the head coach had to deal with? Or, or I mean, I, I know as an assistant coach, you get to coach a lot of basketball. You move over one chair, and yeah, you're still coaching, but there's a lot of other stuff that comes with that job. Um, the, if there was one thing, uh, there'd be a hundred things, because every time I think I have a plan together for a week, it gets changed every week. Um, the Whether it is sickness, whether it's kids there, kids not there, injuries, um, uh, outside things that are going on, whatever it might be, um, I've learned the biggest thing is is that you can have a plan together week by week, month by month, and it can change in, in any second. <laughs> and, and throw a pandemic in there as well, right? Yeah, that's always that's always something that whenever <laughs> I see my athletic director uh, Denny Dorrell's name pop up, I'm like. Oh no! no. <laughs> Is there a contact no. trace? He, he's, he, he's been great with me. Um, he's been great for our whole program. Um, it's just that pandemic thing. You just never know. You just never know when you're going to get a bad call or if you're going to get a call at all. And it's really, really hard to plan day to day. Well, Coach Foster, can't thank you enough for making the trip over from Brookville tonight and joining us on the show. Want to wish the best of luck to you and the Wildcats the remainder of the season. Thank you very much for having us on. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. That was Mark Foster, head basketball coach at Franklin County. We'll take our final break, and I'll come back to preview our sports broadcasts for the week ahead. You're listening to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on Country 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing chocolate caramel lava bun cake. You gotta try one of our personal sized chocolate bun cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yummo! Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Batesville's best pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. Research shows that those fighting addiction and substance use disorders can greatly benefit from the calming effects of yoga. At Margaret Mary Health, they offer innovative classes that combine the ancient wisdom of yoga with the practical tools used in addiction recovery programs. The classes are free and held virtually starting at 6.30 p.m. every Sunday. To learn more, visit Margaret Mary Health online at mmhealth.org slash yoga. That's mmhealth.org slash yoga. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRVI. Before I close the show tonight, I'd like to thank Cecil Ison and the staff here at Ison's Family Pizza for being such great hosts. In fact, Lisa, I'm bringing home dinner tonight here from Ison's Family Pizza. Our other wonderful sponsors, including Garings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutzwiller. A big thanks to John Heil for engineering the show at the studio and to our four guests this evening who took time out of their busy schedules to join us. 
Boys basketball coaches Aaron Garrett of Batesville, Clint Bowman of Jacksonville, and Mark Foster of Franklin County, along with Oldenburg Athletic Director Patrick Colks. Stay with us here on the Sports Voice as we have a girls basketball sectional semifinal coming up around 7.15 or so from Waldron as the Jacksonville Eagles take on Morristown. Bryce Kendrick and Mike Myers will be along shortly for that 1A sectional 60 matchup from Waldron. On Tuesday, WRBI will make the long road trip west to Bloomington for the girls 4A sectional 14 championship as number 11 East Central takes on number 8 Columbus East. Good luck to coach Kevin Moore and the East Central Lady Trojans as they take on Columbus East. Airtime will be around 640. We get back to boys basketball on Thursday and Friday. Thursday's game is Connersville at East Central, while Friday's has South Ripley hosting South Dearborn. Then on Saturday, we hope to cover a couple of girls' regional games. We will announce our coverage plans by Wednesday afternoon. And sandwiched in between the semifinal and the final will be a boys' game in the afternoon. That'll be East Central at Batesville on Saturday afternoon. That is going to wrap up tonight's show. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Rob Moorhead. Stay tuned for the Jacksonville Girls at Morristown coming up shortly on Country 103.9 WRBI. Have a great evening, and in honor of the Cincinnati Bengals playing in the Super Bowl, can I get a great big hootay? Go Bengals. Good night, everybody. Join us again next time for another edition of Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. And check out our Coach's Corner podcast archives online at WRBIRadio.com from 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles.